It's one of the greatest guys in the world, this guy. Yeah. I mean it. I mean it. Okay. Okay, Shavu, let's learn. We have a lot to do, a lot to do. We were talking about how to posture ourselves, how to react, and how to respond to our, our tohu boys. The, the generation is, is swarming with tohu. We spoke a lot about that over quite a few weeks. How to react, how to, how to respond. And, we, and what we were talking about, the surprising, the surprising view of the Balsham Tava Kodesh and the Talmud Balsham is that love is not enough. Love is not enough, even though that's all we hear about in every parenting class is about unconditional love. <coughs> but we're, we learned that love is not enough. There is a midah that we began to discuss. This really applies to marriage as well. But right now we're focusing on fathers and sons. There is a midah. We're going to see, Mitzvah we're going to learn in Tanya Perak Memhei. We'll learn more about that. There is a midah that is necessary in order for love, those feelings of love, to make a difference in a child's life and in a spouse's life. And that mida is rachamim. Rachamim. That's what we began to talk about two weeks ago. The mida of rachamim, which is most accurately translated as, as empathy. Compassion, compassion really sounds a little bit too much like rachmanis. It, it weakens it. Empathy is a healthy word. Empathy. And the, what we learned two weeks ago was that the meaning of empathy is it's not enough for me to live with someone, to love someone, but I have to actually live that person. I have to be in that person's head, be in that person's heart, or in the words of the great Balmuzra of Yerucham, Lios Margishim Ze'eze. Lios Margishim Ze'eze. To feel what the other person is feeling to get a feeling of what that person is going through, what that person is living through. That's what we were talking about. Now, at the end, at the very end, two weeks ago, we were crossing over from when the kids are little to when they start to grow up. And that honeymoon that ends, the time when we feel good about our little boys. We, we feel good. We love them. We enjoy being with them. All of that is, of course, that period of chen that Hashem gives us so that we won't kill them when they're teenagers. <laughs> so there's that time of chen, of unbelievable love that, that, that <clears throat> is so strong and so powerful. Then, when the, again, not in all cases, but in many, many, many cases, when the disagreements begin, when the disappointments, that my boy is not turning out the way that I expected, the way that I wanted, either uh, religiously or 
morally or how even how he looks, whatever it might be. I am disappointed, I am hurt. The young man is, is angry himself and he is hurt. So now the parent finds, the father finds that the Midas HaChesed and HaHava, Chesed and HaHava are not working. And that's where we get stuck. That Chesed and HaHava are not working. And the father is banging his head against the wall, crying at night to his wife, but I do love him. And she's saying to him, but you have to treat him a different way, but I do love him. And she's not arguing with that. And no one would argue that you love your son. You do love your son. The problem is that you don't have Rachmanus on your son. And the Midah of Rachmim of Teferis is Kirachim of Albonim. That means to be able to understand your son and to accept him for who he is and to live with him with his strengths, strengths and with his weaknesses, which does not mean to abandon the hope of teaching him, of course, to raise a child and to teach a child, but to be able to enter into the mind and to the heart of the child. So what happens to us is that we become baffled. We become very confused. Fathers become very confused. Mothers as well. But again, we're focusing now on the guys uh, because it is different with the guys. That the fathers become baffled by how our love does, simply does not seem to work. We don't get it. The love doesn't seem to work. And the Svaramakadoshim tell us that love, that midah of loving, is referred to in Chasidis as chasadim mechusim. Chasadim mechusim. Now you know what the word mechusim What does it mean, mechusim? Covered, concealed. Chasadim mechusim, which is odd. Love? It seems to me that love is a very, very obvious thing. I'm showing love. And yet in Chasidis, the midah of Love, as it's expressed through the sphere of chesed, is called chasadim mechusim, which means, in very, very simple English, that the person's heart is filled with love, either for a child or for a spouse. The heart is filled with love. But lemaisa, when it comes to that love, translating it to day by day, moment by moment, it's gaidnish. doesn't go. It's abednish. doesn't work. So you could have two people, a husband and a wife, swearing to each other for 50, 60 years, but I love you. I mamish love you. And the other one says, they usually don't say it at the same time, but I love you too. Or let's say it works out, and they say this. So then why are we so unhappy? Why are you making my life miserable? It would seem that if you love someone, then you wouldn't want to make their life miserable. So if I love you and you love me, so, like, how can we just, how can we just, you know, spend $85,000 on therapy this year? <laughs> like, well, what, what does that mean? So, chasad mechusim means the following. It means that the fact that two people love each other, a husband and a wife, a father and a son, that they adore each other, they love each other, does not necessarily mean that it translates into how they live with each other. It doesn't mean that. When does the ahava, when does that love become clear to the other person? That's the question. When is it not just a feeling that you have for someone, but the other person feels that you love him? Because that's the key. All of us would swear that we love our kids. But the kid doesn't get it. The kid doesn't feel that. There's something blocking. He'll say something like, of course my father loves me. Some boys don't even say that. But most of them would say, of course my father loves me. I'm talking about who's going through a really bad time. 
I'm not saying when you're little kids and everything's great. Those years, those difficult years, teenage years. So he might make the official statement that, of course, my father loves me. But when he goes to bed at night and he thinks of his father, or if he's there when his father's giving him a shmuz, a musa shmuz or something, he doesn't feel that his father loves him. So the chasadim, in that state of chesed, of ahava, the chasadim are still mechusim. They're still covered. Because, uh, because ahava is only when, when both are connecting with ahava. Not when I say I love you and I feel love towards you, but you don't feel that I love you, that I love you. You don't feel that. That's not your experience. I, I have been dealing over the years with abusive couples, couples that were this serious abuse. And the guy swears that he loves his wife. And she says, the only thing I feel is when I get a clap here and I get a punch there, I don't feel any love. What kind of love? So you might love that person, and I'm not doubting that he loves her. But the chasadim are mechusim. The love is mechusim. It's covered. It's concealed. The only time that the ahava The only time that the Ahava becomes chasadim, which are magulim, revealed and clear, is when the feeling of love, that Ahava, develops through the mid of Rachamim. Through the mid of Rachamim. It's interesting, I was thinking about this last night, that when does a person feel most lost and most vulnerable? When there's somebody in your life that you love who you've lost. It's interesting how we don't say... We don't say al kel mole ahava. We say al kel mole rachemim. Kel mole rachemim. Now kel, of course, is a midas achesed. It's a midas achesed. Aleph lamed. We don't say mole ahava. That Hashem is filled with love. What is a person who's sitting shiva lolei? A person who's lost somebody. What does that person need more than anything? What that person needs more than anything is empathy. In other words, that you are with me. You can go to a shiva called Lolenu. People make the mistake that they think that they have to say something profound, and they, and they often say something that's very, very not profound. It could even be very, very hurtful. And, and they're, they're just, because everybody wants to do something, because you want to find Nechama. Nechama comes from Rachamim. It's the same Sherist, which is Cham, which is Chamimus, which is a certain warmth. We'll get to that in a minute. The 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 person who is sitting shiva is not asking at that moment for your love. Although you show love by coming. But that's not the ikr. The ikr, the person who is sitting shiva, the ikr that that person the, the ikr that he or she needs is the feeling of I came here because I just want to be with you. Because I, I'm trying to feel what you're feeling. And I don't know what that feels like because I never lost my father, thank God. I never lost my mother, thank God. I never lost Khalil, Khalil, a child. I, 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 I don't know, but I, but I came here because I want you to know that I'm Imcha Nochi Bitsara. I want to be with you in this Tzara that you shouldn't feel alone and that you should know that I'm trying to understand you, how, how, how it hurts you, how much pain you're feeling. So we don't say Kel Malay Ahava, we say Kel Malay Rachamim. Means that I understand the massive that you're in. So, I understand the massive that you're in. So, this 
this transition from stam ahava, from love, when the child, when he's a little boy, to the midah of rachamim that's needed when the boy grows into a teenager, that be'etzem is the transition from regesh, I'm going to say two words in Hebrew, it's the same root. For those of you who are familiar with modern Hebrew, you'll, you'll get this right away. From regesh to regishut. From regesh to regishus. What's the difference between regesh and regishut? Regesh means an emotion, a feeling. So you have a little boy, he's adorable. You love him. That's all about you. He's a cute kid. You have a good time. That's a regesh. That's a hergish. Love is a regesh. It's a natural emotion. You, you, you love this child, and you feel that regesh of ahava. The word regishut, how would we translate regishut? Regishus, how would you, who would, how do you translate Sensitivity. that? Sensitivity. Yaakov's 100% right. Regishus means, and the way it's used now also, now it's, it's all, regishut means sensitivity. See, loving the little boy, it's all about feeling yourself feeling good. You're totally wrapped up in yourself. You're just using that kid as a way to feel good. That's my boy. You walk into shul, he's cute, uh, they give him candy, they pinch him, and then he, and then he screams out, Amen, Yehesh Merabah, and everybody looks at you. And, you know, such nachas you have, a, says, Amen, Yehesh Merabah. And that's, that's all about you. That makes you feel a certain way. Now what happens is the kid, the kid outgrows that cute thing, and he's already, uh, during those years, was not so cute. And, and he's not coming with you even necessarily into shul at all. Or if he comes, you know, he's coming in like uh, not particularly excited or interested. So then you don't have the regish. You don't feel the ahava. You don't feel the love that you felt. Because now, I'm not getting much out of this kid right now. I'm not feeling the nachas that I felt. I'm not feeling the excitement that I felt being with my cute little boy, who was so obedient and so wonderful, who made everybody think that I must be a great person to have such a child. I don't feel that right now. Where does Rachemim kick in? When you and I can successfully navigate from Regesh to Regishut. You understand? From my feeling good to my being sensitive to what makes him feel good. To my crossing over from Regesh to Regishut. Where regishut is not simple. Regish is, is very simple. You just, you know, you're overwhelmed with, with great feelings. It makes, this kid makes me feel great. Regishut is something else. Rachmim is different. Whereas regish, you don't really have to work at. Regishut, to be sensitive, to have rachmim. Regishut means that I make a determined effort from <coughs> feeling what I feel and being focused on what I feel into my effort to being able to understand what my child feels at this moment. That's a, that's a universe, a part. Because we're all wrapped up in our own feelings. How does this wife make me feel? How does my kid make me feel? Crossing over to a different planet of 
how is my kid feeling? It sounds silly. It sounds simple. But it's not. That's the midah. That's the midah of Rachemim. Most of the time, the pain that comes between a husband and a wife and between parents and children is not because of a lack of love. That's not most of the time. There are situations like that, but that's not usually what it is. <coughs> it's not for lack of love that these two people are hurting each other. That's not the problem. I'm going to explain this more this week and next week. That's not the problem. And that's why each one is each one is swearing. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. There's so much love here. There's like 1968. We're like a Woodstock or something. <laughs> everybody everybody loves each other. If everybody loves each other so much, then why does it hurt so much? Why do I go to bed crying? Why is your child miserable? <clears throat> Daddy loves you. Mommy loves you. Husband, wife, we love each other. Most of the most of the pain in relationships is not because of a problem of love. They make that into the big thing because that's where we grew up. You know, with the guy and the girl, they're, they're seeing each other for a, long, a certain amount of time and in the movie, and then one looks and the other one says, I love you. Then the movie is already shine. In other words, now the tachlis, we're coming to the tachlis. But of course, that's not the tachlis. That's a feeling, that's an emotion. It's very sweet. But it's chasadu mechusim, mechusim ma'od. Mechusim. Day to day, do I think of what the other person feels right now, that's where the piyot come, that's where the injuries come, that's where the terrorism and marriage and the relationships begins to set in, not for lack of love, they both love each other, that's not the problem they love each other men by nature are much more egotistical than women women have other in yonim but the ego of a man is very very strong and from the time that he is in this world especially if he has a, a mother that's the hovering, loving, you know, mushy type. So a man grows up wrapped up in that world that's called Bishvili Nivra that the world was created for me. <clears throat> Therefore, my wife has to make me feel a certain way. My child has to make me feel proud and happy, make me feel like everybody looks at me like I'm the firmest guy in the school. You know, I'm the, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the greatest father. So getting out of that getting out of that single-minded smallness of regesh to rigishut is crossing over from ahava, feelings of love, everybody has to love, love, love. But to be able to be ragish, to be able to have the sensitivity. And therefore we find an amazing thing. We find that one of the meanings of the Hebrew word rachamim is actually, is actually ahava, is love. Whereas in the state of ahava, it's mechusim, but through rachimim, it becomes chsodim megulim, revealed. Where do you see this? Just one example. It's one of my favorite pesukim in Tanakh, and my wife and I chose to name our daughter Ruchama, Aruchumi. It says in it says in Hoshea Beis, Imru la'achechem ami, v'la'achoseichem Ruchama. When you look in the Radak and other Mepharshim there, Ruchama means Ahuva, means loved. Of course, in Aramaic, Rechimu, Bethilu or Rechimu, Rechimu in Aramaic, Rechimu means love, means Ahav. Omer Rachmana. Rachmana, Rechimu means Ahav, means love. 
because the pnimius of the mid of Ahava, and that's what the Pasuk is saying, Ruchama. The name Rucham is so deep, it's so beautiful, because it means not just love, it means love that's mole rachamim. It means not just that I feel this about you, I feel you. I love you so much that I know it's hurting you. I know it makes you happy. That's Lachlaseichem Ruchama, Rechimu. This is not usually what happens when the child is, is little. The child is little, for, especially for men, it's mostly about how, it, how the child makes you feel about yourself, how you feel about yourself. The question is, at this point when the child is now a teenager, are you able to, are you able to feel what your child is feeling? That's the Rachamim test. The, the greatest thing that Hashem says about us is, Nar Yisrael va'ahevo. Hashem refers to us as his, as his teenager, as his adolescent child. Na'ar Yisrael. Not just bonem atem Hashem l'keichem, that's very sweet. For Hashem shulden, he loves us. But when Hashem says ki na'ar Yisrael, we spoke a lot about what na'ar, that word na'ar means. And na'ar, as we learned at the beginning, is a lashon of tarubas, of confusion. Remember, we spoke about that. It's a time of confusion. And Hashem says ki na'ar Yisrael ve'ahayvehu, and I love you. That, that is talking about Rachamim. Rachamim, coming back to what I said before, we could hear in the word Rachamim, Chemla. Like we say the first thing we get up in the morning, Chemla. Chemla. It's also a lesson of compassion. Chom and warmth. Nechama. Nechama. That's what it means, Nechama. Nechama to climb into that person's heart and to try to help that person see that, that he or she can go on living even though there's been just a, such a terrible law, such a terrible tragedy. It's a Lashen, Rachemim has in it the Lashen of, of Nechamim. Of, of course the word Rachemim is in the word, the word Rechem, Rechem, which is the, the womb, the womb from where the child comes. It's the same thing, it means climbing into that person into the rechem, into the, into the essence of that person, of who that person, who that person is. And this does not come naturally. That's why we're not good at it. I mean, not everybody, but we're just not naturally good at that. Ahava, we're, we're good at. Jews by nature, it's, we're good at loving. But rachamim already, rachamim is not, that's already something else that requires his bone in this. That requires very deep thought and meditation. His bone in this is the gematria regishus. Sensitivity doesn't come on its own. It comes from thinking. His bone in this and regishus can only come from his bone in this. Therefore, the meter that we have to work on in response to what our children are going through, both in the area of life stam, growing up, and bifrat, which we're going to talk about for for months and for years is the avoda when it comes to controlling, to controlling the, the taivas, <coughs> and for dealing with the challenge of kedusha sabris. Is the midah of is the midah of teferis, of rachamim, the beginning of rachamim, and we'll continue with this. We'll start now. We'll just do a little bit now. 
We'll get started, and we'll talk about this more next week. The beginning of Rachim, I mentioned this last two, uh, two weeks ago. How do, so how do you begin to work on Rachim? You know, how do you work on this? This sounds good. How do you begin to work on this? Compassion. Rigishut. How do you begin? How, does that, how do you start working on that? The beginning of that is when the person realizes how much of a Rachmanis he is himself. How much Rachmim, how much Rachmim Hashem has to keep you in this world. How much Rachmim your wife has to tolerate all the stuff that you've done to her in, in this world. How much Rachmim, what a Rachmanis, what a Rachmanis I am myself. And how desperately I need Rachmei Shemaim. If not for Rachmei Shemaim, Hashem wouldn't, if Hashem didn't feel how hard it is for me to be a good Jew and to be a good father and to be a good husband, if Hashem didn't feel how hard it is for me, He would have gotten rid of us a long time ago. We wouldn't be here. It's because Hashem is Kel Mole Rachmim. It's because He has Rachmim on me. And when a person is able to sincerely say the words and that we say every morning, and so on, I'm learning all these fancy things about to. Most of my life, you know, I could fool other people. You know that my life is a life of to, how much time I've wasted. You know how, you know everything that I've done that I shouldn't have done. You know what my thoughts are, you know what my feelings are. And you continue to you continue to love me. You continue to give to me. It's because Akash Baruch Hu is so exquisitely sensitive to our difficulties and shortcomings. Hashem is so sensitive to us. My life is You tolerate me. You you love me. You're able to. You're able to walk into the room together with me and not be embarrassed. I represent you in this world. You have a father that can't walk into the room because his son's not wearing a hat. He can walk at the shul. Because his son or his kid wants to, you know, doesn't want to wear socks. There's, a, there's an Indian now the boys have not wearing socks. I'm not quite sure how that started, but I, I noticed the socks have been getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Seems to me to be very uncomfortable, but I, 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 I've learned that that there are other reasons for these things. I'm not. Uh, this is a deep side. Why they don't want to wear <laughs> guys are not wearing socks. I just see a lot of this. Or they sometimes they wear weird colored socks, but then then the socks are just slipping into the shoes further and further into the shoe. <laughs> so I'm, I can't walk into the shoe. My my son's not wearing socks. He's, it's an embarrassment. It's a bush. It's a herb. My son does not represent me, and so on and so forth. Oh, yes, if the Bainshlam walks with us into the room, because if you and I get up in the morning. It means that he's he's still with us. We got a lot less to show than a missing hat. You understand, or or something else, some other dumb thing like that. We got a lot less to show for ourselves than than, than problems with what we wear on our heads, or the colored shirts that we wear. <clears throat> that that a, that a rebbe can't have rachmanus on a, on, a, on a boy, or a parent can't have rachmanus on a boy. The rebbeinu has rachmanus on us. When, a, when, when we realize that despite the Rachmanis that we are, Hashem is misspar. He's proud of us. He's proud of us and he, he gets us. Pay your Allah, you pay your love. 
Hashem's Baruch is proud. When that mead of Teferis, when that mead of Teferis, of Rachemim, is working, so then the father can heal the child. Teferis and Lirapos comes from the same source. Teferis, Rachemim is the mead of Rachemim, and Rafu is the same source. Healing only begins with Rachemim. Love doesn't do it. So I'm sorry for all the big talk about unconditional love. It's very, very, it sounds good. It sounds good. And it's very, very nice. And it means ki'ilu, there can't ever be any gulam. It's not true. Where the child feels rachimim, then the parent can also discipline. There can be discipline with seichel. Because teferis is filled with refuah. When there's teferis, the father can lift the child up, can be mechazik the child. And therefore, when the Gemara says in Shabbos, on Kufnun Aleph, from the base, the Gemara says in Shabbos that you all know this Gemara, call Merachim al Habrias, Merachim al If we have Rachmanis, then Hashem has more Rachmanis on us. That means if I am Ragish with my children and other Jews and so on, and my wife, if I'm more sensitive, if I empathize, then Hashem says, I will continue to empathize with you. That's the formula. doesn't say love. doesn't say uh, uh, that if you love, I'll love. Hashem says, call him a rachem, al If you have rachmanes, al even on Jews, like the Tanya says, who are, the best thing you could say about this person is that he's alive, you know. Abriyas means he's, he's a living organism. Call him a rachem, al means even a person who has sunk to such a place. Call him a rachem, al to empathize. Then Hashem says, if you're a person that has Rachmim, that's Merachim, on, on, your, on your son, on your spouse, then I will, be, I, will, I will increase the level of empathy that I feel towards you. That's an unbelievable promise that Hashem makes. It makes sense. It doesn't say I have it. Doesn't say love. If you love, I'll love. All the diburim of Ahava, I mentioned this already, I think, last week, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I never ever heard my father once say the words, I love you. I never heard my father in my life ever tell me those words, I love you. I don't have the slightest bit feeling. I don't feel that I'm traumatized. I don't feel abused. I don't feel that I have to vote for Bernie Sanders. Nothing. <laughs> you understand? I'm fine. I'm not protesting in Berkeley. I'm, I'm, I feel great. And my father never told me the words. Never said to me once, I love you. I never heard it. When he, my father would get off the phone, which is I think maybe only five times I can remember growing up that I was ever on the phone, my father would just, when he was, when he was done, even if I was still talking, he would hang up. <laughs> like he felt the conversation was over and sometimes I would just and that was it he wasn't rude it's just why do we have to why do we have to still continue it's done and then the phone was I never felt bad about it I just okay I guess, I guess we're finished and that was it I never felt bad never I don't recall thinking for a second afterwards that my father doesn't love me I don't, re I don't recall ever in my life feeling for a moment my father wasn't with me and my father doesn't love me and nowadays, oh, everybody hangs up the phone. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Texting, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm sure they have Russian tables, you don't have to write, I love you. I yell, you, whatever, why, I love you. It's so much, so you feel, I have, I have, I have. That's not a problem. 
That's not the problem. When people don't have Rahmans on each other, they constantly have to say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And the wife just feels like saying, then stop hurting me. And the husband feels like saying, then stop ignoring me. Stop ignoring me if you love me. It's not about Dahava. So there's a toy that you have in front of you. I hope that you have that. We'll just be able to start a little bit. This is from the Sefer, a remarkable Sefer called Panim al Panim, from one of the big Mashpim and Chabad from our, in our times, Rabbi Yitzhak Ginsberg, as all goes on saying. It's been translated, it's not an exact translation into, into English. I don't know if it's still around, but it's called The Art of Education. And it's a, a remarkable Sefer. Everything he is. His Torah is very, very, very profound and very life-altering. And um, this, some of the things have been translated into English. I mean, he's American, but the Swarm already written in Hebrew, mostly by Talmidim, some by himself. But this is, this is called The Art of Education, Internalizing the Horizon by Yitzhak Ginsburg. We'll do, we'll do something from there which, uh, next week, also in the English. But this just this is the lotion of the Baditch, but I didn't want to lose it in the translation. But let's read from the beginning of the top of the page. We'll just get started. <coughs> There are a million tires, but I wanted to do something for Bedichiva because you understand why. The Bedichiva was Ashtik Achmanis, Avrachimim. He was a Metsias of Rachimim. This whole Metsias was. Again, we'd be shortchanging the Bedichiva. We just say, if we would just say that he loved Jews, he, 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 yeah, he was Meshig in love with every Jew. But that we still, that would be shortchanging him. People, people tend to think of, the, of like, it's like Bedichiva as being like this, like naive. Sadik that just, you know, uh, would, would come up with these amazing uh, one-liners that how he was down the Kafskus. No, the Badichva understood all of the evil in the world. He got it a, a million percent. He lived in a world that was crazy. And he got it. But he had Rachmanis on Jews. He didn't only love Jews, he had Rachmanis on Jews. The greatest thing about him was his Rachmanis. But he was able to understand from a little, little child to the biggest Russia. He was able to understand what's going on in a person. That's how you save a person. That's the meaning of, we'll talk, we're going to get to more of Yaakov, Shepardas, Avram, that the Midah of Yaakov, which is Rachman, is able to save, to salvage the Midah of Avram, which is love. So he writes at the beginning of the page, we'll get to the Bedichev in a second. Yes, so Al-Kain Muzba ki etzem ne filosofshalatzadik. Much has been written in Kabbalah and Hasidus about but why is it that tzaddikim sometimes go through nefilas on their level? They fall. The Bedicha himself had a nefila. During there was a year, almost a year, it wasn't exactly a year, but it was almost a year of the Bedicha's life, where they say that he davened like a regular person. He was, he, he, he was everything 100%, but it wasn't the Bedicha. So, that's some nefilosal tzaddik. Now, we take the word tzaddik and and for a moment, stop thinking about the Boshemta or the Bedichva and, and think about Harebi, uh, the person. You're a Rebbe of students. You're a Rebbe, you have, you have students. Or Mashpia, or Mashpia. Or a parent. Parent. Right, we'll call that for now the Nefila of the Tzaddik, slash Rebbe, Mashpia, Mechanech, father. In the eyes of the, our children, 
They look up to us when they come into the world as tzaddikim. Yes, I can lose, but he adds some the philosophers like tzaddik, Rabbi Hamashpia, no ada al menas la avshelo la asayk bechenach. We've seen this from Gedoshim. There's a famous Torah from the Baal Shem on this. We see that the etzem hanafila, meaning the main reason that the tzaddik goes through difficult periods in his own life, is so that he should be able to help others get out of their difficulties. To enable him to engage in the art of education, of teaching. Only if the mechanech, again, Rebbe, mashpia, mechanech, parent, only if the only if the mashpia, the mechanech, only if he can identify with the matziv of the one who he is teaching. Only such a person can be an effective teacher. <coughs> Only such a person can be an effective teacher. Sometimes the tzaddik has to go through difficulties and pain. He has to descend from the mountain, like Hashem told Moshe, to go down when we were running around the eagle. Because if you want to save them, if you want to bring them up from the eagle Azov, you have to go down to them. So... Now this, of course, is a very, very dangerous. This is a very dangerous mahalach, and it was used in our history in a very destructive way. And you'll even hear sometimes people now, sick people, saying that the reason that they were doing something that was disgusting is because they wanted to save somebody or to help somebody, and so on. So it's a very dangerous mahalach, which doesn't mean that it's not true. It just means, like all truths, that if it's misused or abused, it can become very dangerous. What does it mean, the Rishayim? So we're not talking now about Rishayim. And that tzaddik is icing and things like that. But we're talking about the The boy in class is not a Russia, he's a little boy. Or our sons are not Khalil and not Rishayim. They're in a place that's called Marchin the Katnas. They're in a place of smallness. So we could replace the word Sadiq with father or Rabbi, and we could place the word we could replace the word Russia with Katnas, Marchin the Katnas, which is Narishkai. Narishkai. Marchin the Katnas. La Vaidas Hashem. In order to be Makarov the the moichin the katnis the person the son the child whatever the student to avoid Hashem the tzaddik father rabbi whatever must go through some of his own nefilas and must and must feel the pain of his nefilas and recognize how Hakadosh has such rachmim on him to tolerate those nefilas. Kach masbir b'leiv yitzchung b'adishev is divrei b'alshem message. Okay, so that's where we're going to begin. I know we're going to start to learn this now. We're going to have to just repeat it. So we're up to this Torah from the Bedidshva and from the Mizutcha Magid. And then we'll, we're going to hear we're going to, uh, a story next week from the Mittler Rabbi. And then we're going to learn Mitzvah Parak of Tanya to help us to first have Rachmanis on ourselves 
so that we'll be able to have Rachmanes on our children. So Shem to be continued.